thank you for everything, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for the year 2022. Thank you, Lord, for your church. Thank you, Lord, for the treasure here. Thank you, Lord, for all of us, your children. Thank you for preserving us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for helping us in the way only you can. Thank you for showing up for us. And many times, even when we least expected it, and when we do not even qualify for it, but thank you for showing up for us, Lord. We hallow your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all adorations, O God. Father, this morning, Lord, we ask as we come together, O God, to learn of you, O God. Father, Lord, please speak to us in the name of Jesus. And let your church begin to march, continue to march forward, Lord. And do not let the gate of hell to be able to prevail against it in the name of Jesus. Preserve your church, O God. Preserve us too, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Please take a seat. Good morning. My text this morning is taken from 1 Peter 2 and verse 5. 1 Peter 2 and verse 5. Some, many people who feel the need to ask me, they've asked me many times, why am I doing this? I'm simply doing this because I'm working on my exit plan. I can be out of here anytime. I can be out of here anytime. And that's the truth of the matter. So I'm working on my exit plan. But before I'll even leave, I'll make sure by the grace of God, as God helps me, to set things right. So 1 Peter 2 and verse 5. 1 Peter 2 and verse 5. Let's read together. 1, 2, go. You also, as living stones. Amen, amen. Please let us rise as we read together. Since sitting down, people don't talk when they sit down. Let's read together. One, two, go. You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. Remain standing, please. Revelations 3, 11 to 12. Revelations 3, 11 to 12. Those are my two texts. One, two, go. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown. Verse 12, He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I write him. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Please take a seat. Today, we are looking at workers as pillars in God's house. Workers as pillars in God's house. What is a pillar? A pillar is an instrument of support. A pillar is an instrument of support used to keep a house from falling and to help ensure that a building remains standing and intact. So I'll take it again. Please kindly write it down if you can. 
I advise that you please write it down. A pillar is an instrument of support used to keep a house, number one, from falling. And number two, to help ensure that a building remains standing and intact. Do you get that? A pillar is an instrument used to, apart from modeling, what did you come to do in church today? Is you lucky? Apart from modeling, what did you come to do in church today? Yes, you are not writing. Please come and sit here. Let me be seeing your face so that everybody can see that you are a fine native that has rope. Because you just sat down and kept on staring at me. Come and sit here so that I can see you well. We can see each other well. Hey, well done. A pillar is an instrument of support used to keep a house from falling and to help ensure that a building remains standing and intact. So the role of a pillar, number one, God um, he rates us so highly as workers and he likened us to a pillar. The role of a pillar, number one, is to keep a house from falling. Is to keep a house from falling. <laughs> I told the ministers one day, I said there are times we come to raise prayer points. Um, I don't think in a live service it is appropriate to lift, to raise prayer points and say things like, uh, we know we have not gotten it right. Oh God, um, cover our whatever. That's, that's like washing your dirty linen outside in a live service. Nobody is looking for a place where they have not gotten it right. So you must project an image. Am I making any sense? Yes, we'll be vulnerable with God. We will be vulnerable with God. We must also ensure that we are vulnerable with God at the appropriate place and time. So that we don't confuse people who are, not, who are trying to find a place. So a pillar, first of all, is used to keep a house from falling. Our mouth, our actions can fall a house. And secondly, I'm not comfortable with the way you are not writing. Or do you need a mat? Come and sleep here. And a pillar does not just is not just used to ensure that a house does not fall. He also, a pillar ensures that a house keeps standing. That the building remains standing. And intact. So, in this context, <laughs> you must do everything you can. Guide this ministry. Guide it. Guide the church where you are serving, because God has made you a pillar in his house. 
ensure that nothing scatters. Even where things are even obvious, you must ensure if your truth will scatter the house, look for a better way to say it. And if your gossip will scatter the house, the Bible says don't gossip at all. Whether it will scatter or put house together. A pillar carries the weight of a building and helps to prevent the structure from collapse and the occupants of that structure from disaster. So we are so powerful that the members, they look to us. What we know by privilege of being a worker, the members necessarily don't know it. And we must project the church in such a way that even though there are weights, there are, there are challenges, it must be kept from an ordinary member. Because if you don't manage it properly, we will lose them. And sometimes, in most cases, they may lose their salvation but they may not be mature enough spiritually to handle certain things. As a worker in God's vineyard, you are called to be a pillar in God's house. The Bible likens the church to a spiritual building. And as a worker, you are a pillar in that building. I told someone one day, I said to them, the higher you go within a church system, the more you begin to see things that you don't see before. Some may be very unpleasant. Some things may be, you know, errors here and there. And I told someone, I said, at my level, it has become impossible to speak against the redeemed Christian church of God, no matter what I know or see. We are pillars. We can't afford to pull this structure down. We can't. It's impossible for me to speak against Daddy Jew, apart from the fact that I have special love for him. Apart from the fact that I fear him. I'm telling you the truth. I fear that anointing upon his life. I fear him. Or, no, maybe I reverence him so much. Let me, so that we don't become controversial, but I fear him. I've been in places where they speak about the man. And you know, by reflex, I just look at the window, maybe as if he's just standing there hearing us. And immediately I just pack my things and I leave. I don't want to Allah. So, as a pillar in God's house, you are called to the following. Number one, strengthen the weak. Hebrews 12, 12 to 13. You are called to strengthen the weak. 
Sometimes the sheep are weak and they need encouragement to press on with their Christian race. Bible says, therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated but rather be healed. So sometimes the sheep are weak and they need encouragement to press on with their Christian race. As a worker, you should serve as a coach or mentor to your fellow brethren and help them to reach their goal. Number two, what are you called to do? They are called to give financial support to the church. They are called to give financial support to the church. Workers should be the most generous individuals in the church and should be ever willing to support the work of ministry financially as the early church did. Check the book of Acts chapter 4, 34 to 37. Acts chapter 4, 34 to 37. You are called to support the church financially as a worker. <laughs> In this day and age, we still have people who say that, ah, eh, eh, um, I, I, pay, I pay my tithes in some places. And you say you are a worker in a particular church, I pay my tithes somewhere. We are not even talking about tithes right now. Tithes shouldn't be a conversation you'll be having with a worker in a church. Why should you be a worker in a church and pay your tithes in another church? It doesn't make sense. We are talking about giving massive financial support to the church to do the work. Acts 4, 34, 37. Let's read together. One, two, go. Nor was there anyone among them who lacked. For all who were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold. 35, and laid them at the apostles' feet, and they distributed to each as anyone had need. 36, and Joseph, who was also named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So as a worker, you are called to support the church financially. I'm not talking about your tithe alone. If you are a worker and, you, and we still have to cajole you, tell you the reason why you must pay your tithe in your resident church, then check something is wrong somewhere. But talking about financial support here, you have to be the most generous to the work. Number three, Support, you are called to support your fellow brethren, both in trying times 
and in times of rejoicing. Romans 12, 15. Romans 12, 15. <laughs> the ministers, I'm just looking at them. We were meant to go and see someone recently. We all agreed. Uh, let's go and see this person you know, on a very special day. <laughs> Last minute. Just started seeing messages flying over, all over the place. I can't make it. Something came up. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't make it. And I'm wondering, the people you think always make these things, do you think they just have so much free time on their hands that they just want to be roaming about or something? But it is just because of priority. They prioritize that these things, these are things we must do. I don't know why Africans, they like condolence messages faster than when people are alive, when you can keep, when you can show them love and the necessary support. But the moment they hear that somebody beam like this, you start seeing, they go and dig out pictures from 2017, from 1990 something. And then, hey, you'll be daily missed. As a worker, you're supposed to support other brethren, both in the good times and in trying times. We're all not going to be here for long. 100 years, I just learned. It's not even a long time. But the little time we all have together on this earth, let us support each other as brethren. Romans 12. The Bible says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. What are we called to do? Number four. Lift up the hands of the pastor in ministry. Like Aaron and all did for Moses. Look at 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 11. 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 11. 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 11. Bible says, let's read together, one to go. You also helping together in prayer for us that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. You should give to your pastor and continually pray, continuously pray for the leadership of the church. You should support your pastor should support your pastor. I learned a new one recently. The day God calls you to be a pastor, you have two assignments. Answer the call and beg God to make you rich. Or sometimes, a broke pastor, there are some things he can't touch. There are some topics he can't touch. They say, ah, he has come again. No. Maybe he needs money to eat tomorrow. By the grace of God, I'm not a broke pastor. And I will not be broke in Jesus' name. But you must support your pastor continuously. Continuously. 
Jimmy Carr and his wife were living last Sunday and they brought Ampa. If you get to my house, the Ampa is still there. I wish I can frame it. I've not touched, I've not opened it. I wish I can frame it. Some of these little things, however how little they seem, they send and speak so much volume. Like I've not opened it, the thing is still sealed somewhere in my kitchen at home. Pray for the leadership of the church, Matthew 26, 31. Matthew 26, 31. Um, then Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. And number five, lift up the entire church in prayer. I call to lift up the entire church in prayer. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 4. Lift up the entire church in prayer. The more, if we get things right, the people coming in newly will not have opportunity to abuse things. It's only in our church that you see that sound engineer will leave the church before service ends. And when it's time you need the sound engineer, you'll be running from pillar to post. And you can't get anything done because the sound engineer is not around. Sound engineer who has just been here for two or three months. Treasure here. We are treasure. Treasure on a here. Treasure on a heel. Which good sound engineer leaves the mixer? And travel. In this workers' meeting, we'll be addressing issue. At least, if not, we can we call people to come and commission road, and use the opportunity to also address pressing issues as well. Philippians 1.4, the Bible says, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. Lift up the entire church in prayer. Number six, ensure that sin does not erode the spiritual building. Ensure. Proverbs 14.34. You are watchmen as workers. You are pillars. Ensure that sin does not erode the spiritual building. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Number seven, witness and testify of the good things that God is doing in his church. By doing so, you lift the name of Christ. Many people, I don't know if they are here, 
but they are too negative-minded. It's only the things that the people don't get right, they point out. When people get things right, they keep quiet about it. That's a demonic spirit. That's a bad spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. The Bible says, And you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, the home church, in Judea, the next door neighbor, and the uttermost part of the earth. So the scripture is simply saying that charity must begin at home. And the next one, number eight, serve one another in love and humility. Galatians 5.13. Serve one another in love and humility. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. Some people asked me last week that Pastor Emeka is living. Who is your next assistant pastor? And I said, I don't know. But if you leave me to choose, I've not prayed about it. I today will be my next assistant pastor. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not a very, I don't, I don't sit in, on the fence when it comes to what I think will work and what I think won't work. I've not announced anyone as that pastor. Just, I'm just saying. But I'm just thinking, someone who has not even boarded a plane yet, we're already thinking of replacing him. Why can't we just get the work done? So as it is, treasure it might be without a stamp pastor for another one year. Let's even see people who work. Let's even see people who work. Let's see people who get the work done. It's not about who is the pastor. It's not about who is the assistant pastor. It's not about who is even the anything. We are called to a service of humility and love. Serve in love and humility. It doesn't matter. All these things are just... Matters that don't even, they are not weighty matters. They are inconsequential. And number nine, lastly, render good service to God. Exodus 23, 25. Exodus 23, 25. One day, I asked Ayotunde two months ago. I said, Would you like to be the pastor of treasure here after me? <laughs> two months ago. Pastor Emika hasn't even left, he hasn't even put in for his visa application. 
And with so much fear, he looked at me and said, he said a lot of things just for me to change my mind. And look, I'm a child of God. God doesn't work with opinion polls. God doesn't follow popular opinion. It may not be popular, but what matters is, is God in it. God doesn't work with me to sell our spirit. Somebody has been here, somebody has been there. Somebody said, but the authority is not ordained. I said, with the way we are in this church, do you think if we want him to get ordained, he won't be ordained? <laughs> Exodus 23, 25. Let's see together. I want to go. So you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Render good service. It comes with a privilege from God. Good health, sound mind. And Judges chapter 16, 26 to 30 shows us two significant truths about pillars. Judges chapter 16, 26 to 30. Tells us, 26, Then Samson said to the lad, who led him by the hand, let me feel the pillars which support the temple so that I can lean on them. This was after everything that happened, happened. 27, Now the temple was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there. About 3,000 men and women on the roof watching while Samson performed. Then Samson called to the Lord, saying, O Lord God, remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray. Just this once, O God, that I may with one blow take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars which supported the temple, and he braced himself against them. One on his right and the other on his left. Then Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed with all his might. And the temple fell on the lords. And all the people were in it. So the dead that he killed at his death were more than he had killed in his life. He collapsed the pillars. All he needed to do to collapse the temple was to break the pillar or the pillars and the temple fell. And the implication of this is that it's not just him who died. Many people died with him. And the Bible recorded that Samson killed many people while he was alive. But the people he killed during this exercise was far more than the people he killed in his real lifetime. You are a pillar. Be careful. Be careful what you do. So that you don't kill yourself and you don't kill others in the process. 
Am I speaking to someone this morning? Am I making sense? Are you upset? Is somebody upset? So, the opposite of being a pillar, and I will stop here today. The opposite of being a pillar in God's house is to be a caterpillar. The caterpillar strives to pull down the spiritual sin building, either by sin, by reckless talks, by indecent or indescribable attitudes, and what have you. Careless talk, backbiting, living a double life, etc., etc. That is one way in church, and another way outside church. Immorality, etc., etc. The Bible says that at the end, God will separate the sheep from the goats and reward everyone accordingly to their works. Matthew 25, 32. Matthew 25, 32. Matthew 25, 32. And the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them from one another as the shepherd devises sheep from the goats. We should strive not to be caterpillars, but pillars in God's house. Shall we please rise as we pray this morning? The prayers are in two parts. See, listen, I don't need anybody to, um, I'm telling you the truth. In my entire, maybe six or so years of pastoring, six or seven years of pastoring, in the year 2022, I'm going to write about it. That's the year I preached the most. I don't like preaching back to back. And to be honest, one of the things I'm trusting God for is just not for us to preach but for us to live according to the word. Because if so much investment is going down on the people, God expects so much from us. Listen, these things are spiritual things. They are spiritual matters. They are very, very delicate matter. If you haven't heard it before, God may not use it against you. But a truth that you have heard before, God can use it against you if you are not doing or living in that truth. Let us pray. Father Lord, please Lord, make me a pillar in this house. I'm not in this house. Make me a pillar in every word of it. In any way and every way, I have, served, I have acted like a caterpillar. Father, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, O oh Lord. Make me a pillar, a strong one, a committed one. Make me a pillar, O oh God. Strengthen me, O oh God. In any way, I have acted like a caterpillar. You, some things... 
in your department. You leave it. You don't even care. That's how caterpillars behave. You are not answerable to just the pastor. Make me a pillar in your house. Anyway, I've acted and behaved like a caterpillar, oh God. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, oh God. Please be merciful unto me, Lord. This message, please go back and listen to it over and over again. All these messages that we teach every Sunday morning, go back, listen to it over and over again. We all need them. I need it like you need it. You need it like I need it too. We are all speaking to ourselves. God is speaking to all of us. Make me a pillar. Make me a pillar, oh God. Make me a pillar, oh Lord. And we have behaved like a caterpillar, Lord. Have mercy on me. Be merciful unto me, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let us talk to God. Father, we commit today's service unto you. Please, Lord, have your way. Make it very impossible for anyone to come here today and live the same way they've come. Make it very extremely impossible, O God, for anyone to come here today and live the same way they have come, Lord. Go ahead and talk to God. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost as we come into this service. Libra kado go soto broko shata. Lika toko soto broko shanda liba kasontoria. Maliga da bakasunda la brakasontoria. Reba baba 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 zoto lo broko shanta. Leke te 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 le broko shandaria. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You can see some workers just coming in. 14 minutes past nine. The big boys. Please take a seat. I've started sending letters out to my friends. By the grace of God, the Treasure Hill Jollof, our love outreach on Christmas Day, and by the grace of God, Christmas Day this year is on Sunday. So immediately after service, we just go downstairs and extend a hand of love. There's reason for this season. You can see that even Jingu is not bailing like before. The time, times are really hard for a lot of people. Times are really hard for a lot of people. We must step in as the people of God to offer the little we can offer, a plate of rice, jollof rice and beef on Christmas Day, is a big deal for some people. It was a big deal for me three or four Christmas ago when I didn't even have anything to eat on Christmas Day. And God used someone in our midst to bring food for me at home. So it is a big deal for some people. I'm telling you the truth. So the Almighty God will help us in Jesus' name. So I've started sending out letters. Our budget is 
two million naira only. And I believe that we can do it. So if we reach out to you, please um, kindly um, assist us as God will help you and empower you in Jesus' name. So some who have not gotten letters will send letters to you today by the special grace of God. So the Lord will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. So it's time for very brief Sunday school. Amen.